This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Like like Pastor shared, truly, um, I believe that it will be a teaching session this this morning and... um, my goal is to strengthen the workers and of course everybody by extension but there are certain truths that we need to know that will strengthen us praise the name of the lord can we pray in one minute and say lord speak to me speak to my heart speak to my heart Spirit, lead me where my trust is without. Help me. Let me walk upon the waters. Lift your voice and pray. Spirit of the living God, we pray that you help us, grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. By these truths, we pray that you will shift us to higher levels in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you again. Please be seated. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Luke chapter 1. Verse, verse 2 makes a very, 2 and 3 makes a very powerful statement. He says, this is Dr. Luke writing to Theophilus. Even as they delivered them to us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word. He says, it seemed good to me also having perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write thee in order most excellent theophilus and then the the emphasis is really verse one four says to know the certainty of those things but then the point is verse one for as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed not the things that are believed the things that are most surely believed that means these are foundational convictions the things that are most surely believed you cannot afford to doubt these ones you may doubt and question other things but in every ministry and in every christian organization there must be things that are most surely believed praise the lord 
when you get to Benihin ministry, for instance, here and there, you may have variations of belief, but every staff there will tell you they believe in the healing power of Jesus. They are the truths that are most surely believed. When you get to Canaan land, you may share about several things and people may disagree here and there. But when it comes to the subject of faith and the supernatural, the word of faith and the power of the word in provoking possibilities, there are truths that are most surely believed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so I'm going to be sharing a number of things that I trust would bless us. Uh, but to start, let's just look at three scriptures very quickly. We're dealing with the workforce generally in the house of God. So Psalm 62, Psalm 92. Psalm 92, we'll start from verse 12 to 15, popular scripture. Psalm 92, if we have it projected, and if you can see it, we'll read together. One to read. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree, uh -huh, and shall grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be fat and flourishing to show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. Praise the Lord. So it says, they that be planted in the house of God not they that come to the house of God. Not they that visit. They that be planted. He says there is a destiny for them. They will flourish in the courts of our God. That even in old age, provided they are still planted, they will be fat and flourishing. Scripture number two. Psalm 68 and verse 11 psalm 68 now this is very powerful let's read it together please ready read please the lord gave the word uh-huh great was the company of those that published it one more time please this we're going to walk this scripture but the bible says the lord gave the word but the spreading of that word depended on a great company not just the quality of the word it was the lord that gave the word so we are we are sure of the potency of the word but the bible says great was the company that means without that company that word will not prevail the lord gave the word the lord gave the ministry the lord gave the vision the lord gave the assignment but the bible says great was the company that published it to publish a thing means to make it unforgettable it doesn't just mean to spread it around it means to insist that it remains in the mind of people when you publish a book it outlives even the writer the lord gave the word but great is the company of them that published it one more scripture first corinthians chapter 4 paul is teaching the church in corinth first corinthians 4 the first two verses let a man so account of us as of the ministers of christ and stewards of the mysteries of god let's read verse two together ready read please moreover it is required in stewards that a man be found 
faithful. Hallelujah. Now, the, the way that the purposes of God, please look up, the way that the purposes of God is um, advances within a territory is that God himself, being the visionaire, being the custodian of his program, he will usually find a man and commit a dimension of his vision. His ultimate blueprint is to see the reality of his life, his power, his glory cover the earth. The Bible says that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord, it says that it should cover the earth like waters the sea. Are we together now? And so the real agenda of God is summed up in one phrase or clause it says thy kingdom come matthew chapter 6 jesus was teaching them how to pray and he says when you pray pray in this manner it's this and that and that and then he says thy kingdom come what is the kingdom of god the culture the influence the life god's ultimate desire is not just that men be saved that is his priority but not his only desire are we together now John 10.10 10 says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Then he says, I am come that ye may have life, and that you have that life more abundantly. Are we together? Yes. The Bible says that they who have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they will not only go to heaven, that they will reign in this life. Are we still together? The Bible says in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 10 that we have been made unto our God. Not we will be made right now. We have been made unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign and the jurisdiction of our dominion is earth. Hallelujah. Yes. So God has his universal program. You have to understand this to be an effective worker. The universal program of God is not just the great commission. The universal program of God is not just that which was committed to household of David. Are we together now? There is the universal blueprint. There's something that God is doing. First, the salvation of sinners, but not the only one. The ultimate agenda is that the reality of his life, his power, his grace, all that makes God, God, that it is reproduced within this dimension of his domain. But the agenda is twofold. Number one is that Christ would find expression in the hearts of men. That's what you call new birth. The second agenda is that the program of God be institutionalized across every strata of human experience. That's called influence. So evangelism and influence, therefore, are the two major tools for kingdom advance. If we stop at evangelism, people will be saved but the city will not be safe. S-A-F-E. It's not only important that men are saved. We must also ensure that Jerusalem is peaceful. You say, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. They shall prosper who love you. Are we together? So it is God's desire that his, the lordship of the Christ be established first in the hearts of men. Then across every strata of human activities. Now, in doing that, he breaks his agenda into different roles. Please understand this. He breaks his agenda into different dimensions and roles. We call that ministry. 
he now commits it to individuals so what you call your assignment whether individually or corporately is simply your contribution to that universal blueprint are you getting what i'm saying now if you say i was called to do this this is my purpose this is my assignment you are only attempting to find your role or your place in that universal plan and this is important because it then means like a relay someone is waiting for your efficiency so that he will also be useful in that plan when you watch people run a relay are we still together someone is waiting to receive the baton is that true and because of another person's carelessness someone who has the potential to win can can miss out on the opportunity to take the prize why because the person who would pass the baton was not efficient enough it means that my refusing to understand my role in this blueprint will cost somebody his salvation somebody can literally go to hell because i was careless about my role someone can miss out on an opportunity to live a fruitful and a meaningful life if you do not understand this being a worker in church will just be a religious activity you have to look at the broad picture beyond the church beyond the man we have to look at the agenda the name of the agenda is thy kingdom come not church planting not evangelism not crusades not conferences no if your scope starts from there you will be tired one day it must be broad enough there is an energy that must sponsor your efficiency as a worker and the energy must be beyond the current assignment you are doing you must you must be broad enough so even when you are tired you just remember someone's salvation is depending on my obedience are we blessed there are two ways to motivate people generally in leadership number one is by influence the other is by force and cruelty unfortunately for many people they have adopted the second formula and so all kinds of theological um, messages have come in an attempt to threaten people to be loyal to a vision it's a very incorrect way of leadership influence is the ability to make people buy into your ideology without using force are we together so you understand the agenda now so if for instance please come ma. thank you this lovely woman of god sings beautifully every time i come here i look forward to her singing before i come up and pastor seems to you know now watch this now you would think let's assume she doesn't do any other thing with her life and she's just singing if this dear woman of god does not understand the role that her song is playing her song her assignment is to make the atmosphere conducive for the power of god to flow so that while that man is teaching are we together now he's influencing your mind who will influence your child back at home who will influence another ceo who is responsible for five thousand staff you see it's very difficult to take over a territory if we do not understand that our roles are more serious than we think it is so she lifts her voice do you know when a ceo is pacified that's good for the company because the spirit of god can now speak to him raise their salary just because one person fulfilled her assignment well that man can come and leave the church angry and all his workers will pay for it and if your husband is part of those workers what do you think will happen to that family 
Just because somebody didn't rehearse well and someone's mood is interrupted. When, when Saul, a spirit came upon Saul, was it not David that they brought? He did not preach. He didn't prophesy. He sang out that spirit. That means that it's not when the man of God comes to preach. I'm just giving you an example. That right here, if this woman of God understands that my role, as I stand to minister, I'm not singing a song you are familiar with so you follow me. It is an assignment. I am, there is an active role that without it, no matter how powerful the message comes, it will change her perception. So she may be tired. She may be weak. She may feel like sleeping. But she remembers that no. Pastor and the member. Somebody who just came to church today. Is depending on the power and the revelation. So while she's rehearsing. Angels are watching. They are watching how, how effective she intends to be. Are we together? Yes sir. Thank you man. It is very important that we understand that what we call our assignment, whether as an individual, whether as a great house like household of David, is simply our contribution. So God calls a man called Pastor Shola and his dear wife and God apportions a dimension. Are we together now? Now, if pastor did not answer that assignment and his dear wife, there will not be this platform this way. And some of the things we receive cheaply now that we may trivialize, routing it would have been so hard. Are we together now? Yes. Now, imagine with me for one moment. We are not talking of being workers in church now. Imagine who has been suffering because you refuse to tell God yes. Imagine who was supposed to have Heard the word of God from your lips in 2015, but simply because you refuse to be serious with God. Imagine the marriage that should not break if you obeyed God and were serious about your assignment. Imagine a young boy today who would have been a beneficiary of your scholarship if you had intent, if you had known that this thing is not just about money. When God told you, read that book on prosperity, say, Lord, I'm comfortable like this. And he said, No, when I say read that book, is because in your knowledge is the school fees of 5,000 people. So I'm saying, read for their sake, not just for your sake. You have a house already. Are we blessed? So God has a bigger agenda than a church. A bigger agenda than a workforce. So broadly speaking, what you call your assignment is your contribution to that universal agenda. God has given me an assignment. And I am honored every time I have the privilege to you know, go around doing the things that God has called me to do. I am honored when I see the effect of my obedience on people and a generation. I am blessed all the time. Apostle, I just listened to your message. Look what it has done. And I say, thank you, Jesus, for telling you yes. And I still say yes again. I'm tired, but I still say yes. I know that I've not slept well, but the answer is still yes. There is an energy that must be beyond salary. There is an energy that must be beyond money. Listen to me. There is an must be beyond general appreciation. There is an energy that cannot be human if you plan to last in your assignment. There is no amount of money that can give you the fuel that you need to fulfill destiny. 
there is no amount of applause from men it can help it can encourage but you must be motivated from a standpoint that is higher than money higher than fame higher than achievement higher than arrival otherwise you may start but there is a guarantee you will not finish who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross comma and despised the shame are you blessed already praise the name of the lord now let's deal with a few things every time please look up the way that the maturing of the saints now let's come back to the church the way that god designed the maturity and the growth of the saints is that every believer is allocated not just a destiny not just an assignment but we are apportioned by god's predeterminate counsel to spiritual houses that are akin to spiritual tribes are we together now it is the place of planting it is the place of building in god's economy you don't get born again and remain like that isolation is a recipe for destruction and so the key to sustaining kingdom values is to create a community of like-minded people so that you will now have the opportunity to grow you will now have the opportunity to believe when you find many people believing the same thing it strengthens your own conviction because when you get born again your convictions are fragile you are fighting two realms of beliefs are we together now you are coming from a system that may be cultural you are coming from a past that may be destructive now you are adopting a new ideology and so that that new ideology does not embarrass you you will need a body of believers i give you an instance praying in the spirit you come from a background where you were part of those who laughed at believers now you are born again you will need people just like you if you are the only one praying alone i guarantee you you will stop because a day will come your flesh will catch up with you and you will think you are foolish what is this gibberish i keep speaking but when you find other people more matured more determined then it strengthens you. Are we together? Yes, sir. A community life is the secret to sustaining kingdom values. It's a mystery that builds fortification against the attack of the devil. He will come to you. Satan does not give up on people easily. Just because you've now been translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. A, a system of safety was provided. Not just the blood of Jesus. Not just the name of God. That system called not just the church, that local assembly is a system of safety. And it's a real family because for some of us, we do not truly have any other family outside of our spiritual family. Some of us come from traditional settings. Some of us sadly have lost our loved ones. Some of us may be the only ones historically speaking that have come to pledge our allegiance to jesus so you will need the comfort and the succor of a spiritual family a spiritual family is a real family always it's not just a family for born again people there are people who went to school today simply because they came to church there are people today who got married because they came to church is that true there are people today who had the inspiration 
to start a business because they came to church there are people today many pastors can tell you that i saw this man when he came i was the first to give him a visitor's card today he's a pastor in the ministry look what god has done so it matters that believers identify with a body and a community of like-minded believers and to do that god 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 is a very very intelligent god he, he, he did it in such a way that on one hand the dimension of him committed to that man is being advanced through him and the people and then on the other hand they're having an opportunity for growth and development are we together now so the assignment committed to that man is being fulfilled and then the believers now continue to mature a city and a territory that does not have local assemblies and platforms to build and mature believers will eventually reflect itself in a depraved society there will be no corporate force that fights evil and then because of the days that we live in believers must live intelligently otherwise another pharaoh will arise and then thwart the purposes of God because that force is not formidable enough. Are we blessed this morning? So believers, according to God's design and as patterned by the early church, when believers got born again, they were allocated certain people to oversee them, to help, to build them, to mature them. In fact, Paul said it this way. Sorry, I'm rushing because there are still some other things for us to deal with. He says, my little children of whom I travail until Christ be formed in you. That means I not only watch over your souls, my assignment is to see that the formation of Christ becomes an experience in your life. Jesus himself was speaking in John 17 and he said, all that you have given me, not all that I got. That means everyone who finds his way into household of David, it looks like they were called by invitation. But the truth is that your destiny, ah, this life, eh? do you know if God helps you to find where the grace allocated for your growth is, you can be in a good church an anointed church a sincere church but it does not capture the experience that was made for your building are you getting what i'm saying now and you can be in that church everything is right but everything is wrong with you the only thing is just general knowledge about god but as far as your destiny is concerned it's like that connection is not there Are we blessed? Okay, let's deal with some other issues. If I don't, if I don't stop myself, we'll not even talk about workforce. <laughs> because I've not even started. See, this is the... We're trying to deal with so many things. I'm telling you, this thing is supposed to take days to deal with. Because the first plan A is to understand God's system. First. Just saying I'm an usher will not profit you. You will be tired and you'll be angry from day one until you are sponsored by another understanding. You see that is the reason why we gas out and we're very tired in church. We serve especially, as you'll be learning, 
if and when you have to serve in a department that is not charismatic in a department that does not allow it doesn't give allowance for you um, to shine in as much as you know shining to be you understand what i mean yes if you are not sponsored by this revelation you will revolt eventually There's no camera snapping me in the kitchen while I cook for the man of God. There's nobody here watching while I sweep the church. When they come, it's swept. But these wonderful people, you can see them. If his husband, you can see. If his wife, you can see. Are we together now? Oh boy. I'm already... But now you are there in the kitchen. Or you are there in pastor's office. But as you will be learning later... Everything that is of value is hidden. So the more God hides you, that means there is something about you. You have never seen your heart. Yet it is there. Let that heart go wrong. And you see that every other thing you can see will tell you the value of the heart that you have. Isn't it amazing? Write this down. The first assignment and the first responsibility of every worker is not service. Mm. <laughs> the first assignment and the first responsibility of every worker in the house of God is not service but spiritual growth. The first assignment of every worker in household of David, in any church, in any Christian organization is not service. It's growth. Spiritual growth. Are you seeing that now? Uh, do you know why I'm telling you this? This herein lies, of course you know that I'm not just speaking to household of David. But herein lies, pastor, the mystery behind many people being skilled and working in a church. But you never see the trace of the impact of the vision on them. They are skilled. They are powerful. But because the first assignment to them is service, they become efficient in service and stop there mighty revival happening people are repenting people are growing but the guys are just doing what they are doing and there is no evidence of growth one day you look at the person after five years and the grace the signature grace that follows that ministry is not on them when they looked at peter peter wanted to lie that he didn't know jesus but it was already too late there was something that had come upon him that even at the point of betrayal, they said, no, your, your accent, you, you have, your words have been too cultured. You, you cannot tell us that you don't know Jesus. No, you are speaking like him. Hallelujah. Is it not really embarrassing sometimes when, respectfully speaking, we meet certain workers and we tell them, are you a Christian? Oh, yes, I'm a Christian. What church? Ah, I'm in this church. How many years? Five years. And then you start doubting. You attended that impartation service? Yes, sir. You attended the night vigil? Yes, sir. You know these pastors? Here's my picture with him. So what happened? What happened? I see your service, but I do not see your growth. Remember, 
remember that more than service god wants your heart please understand this so the first assignment and responsibility of every worker is not service is spiritual growth your service therefore will always be a reflection of your knowledge of god your growth the more you grow the more you increase the more you improve in your knowledge of god it will translate to the efficiency of your service if you are not growing spiritually eventually it will find a way of reflecting in the quality of your service your spiritual growth will kill the potential for offense your spiritual growth will will continue to allow the spirit of god plant humility in you so that even if you are not apportioned leadership you will still be satisfied to serve his majesty because you are sponsored by a knowledge that is higher than just administration spiritual growth is important when people do not grow there will always be trouble multiplied trouble in that christian organization in that church and so on and so forth so please know this dear people of god that your first assignment is not service your first assignment is growth i don't have the time to talk about growth but let me just give us four indices very quickly if you do not mind i hope you're getting blessed this morning four indices that the bible puts in place to measure spiritual growth there are four biblical indices if you claim you are growing spiritually then we must check your life and benchmark it against these indices and when we find out that something is wrong there then we we know that you are not growing number one the first measure of spiritual growth is your love life your love life first john chapter 4 say long reading would not read it just write it down 7 to 21 first john chapter 4 from verse 7 to 21 your love life let's just read verse 7 it says beloved let us love one another when i talk of many people love god and hate men you are not a very good christian hello if you love god alone and hate men because men were created in his image you cannot love the person you are seeing and hate the one on the mirror are we together now it says let us love one another for love is of god and anyone that loveth is born of god there is no such thing like we don't have love in our family it's a demonic statement the the love of god does not come from from foundations the love of god comes from the ministry of the holy ghost shed abroad in our hearts hallelujah everybody say my love life there are people who because of their backgrounds they are angry people and they like it they claim they are angry people by default we are like that in our family you don't know when we are happy and when we are angry change this is where the excellency of the gospel is its ability to transform you you cannot say we are like that we were all sinners but now are we sinners no we've been saved so if that kind of translation is possible it means any other translation is possible i don't just preach i love the people i preach to sincerely from my heart it's one of the secrets to the power of god upon my life it's not just fasting it's not just praying i genuinely sincerely love the people i minister to i never come and climb on stage and then hold the mic 
preach just to let the people get impressed by what I'm saying is from the depth of my heart. When I'm speaking, whether I'm rebuking, correcting, loving, whatever it is that I'm doing, you know sincerely from my heart. Love is discernible. Love is discernible. If the only way you discern love is through a gift, you are carnal. Love is discernible spiritually. You don't have to be given a physical gift wrapped and say, take and you say, wow, you love me that much. No, information is proof of love. When you give correct information, you don't have to give physical things alone. Love, your love life. Are we blessed? Number two, the second index to measure spiritual growth is character and godliness. Character and godliness. Galatians chapter 5, please. 22 and 23. Just write it down. Remember this morning is discipleship. Galatians chapter 5, 22 and 23. And then Romans chapter 5, please. From verse 3 and 5. I'm so sorry. Um, character. Please look at me. Character is very important. Character is a believer's culture the way you behave the kingdom has a set of values and listen to me satan destroys men by attacking their values not them you are destroyed when your values are destroyed there are traits that characterize believers are we together and in as much as we continue to press experientially towards perfection, you must never give your weakness a chance. Being, knowing that I have anger, or I have lust, or I have whatever, is not an endorsement to say, well, I have it and at least I'm happy that I'm aware. No. Being aware is not enough. You must continue to take advantage of all the arsenals provided for the believers to fight that fight of faith until there is victory okay i came from a background and i i have boiling anger when i'm angry even pastor i will shout at him i'll say sorry later but for that point i would um you cannot be laughing and say okay i'm like that or as you see me laugh like this it's the same way when i get angry i'm not it's not a testimony so you go back in the name of jesus I came from this background, but the Bible says I've been called out of every tribe. I'm showing you how you wore it. Every tongue. In the name of Jesus, I decree and declare by the Spirit of God. I have self-control. I reject anger. And then you read books from people who have gone through what you want to go through. And they will teach you things like when you are angry, keep quiet. You see that? When you talk in anger, you usually will talk in the flesh. Anger always seeks expression. And keeping quiet is one of the fastest ways to deceive, to defeat anger. Notice that every time when you are angry, you want to, if your mouth will not move, your hands, you, there is just, there is the obsession to act. Suddenly the spirit of God in honor of your desire comes to break that thing in you. And someone can look at you and say, but I've, I've you know, we are five workers in this department, but it's as if we are four because I don't know what kind of brain you have. And the you of before would have said, okay, just because I came to Lagos and I joined a church, you don't know who I am. I will tell you who I was before God saved me. But 
while Cain wants to act, Abel, the spirit, you don't sow to the flesh. You can watch and people say, ah, you mean you allow this guy to keep insulting you like this? And no, no, it's all right. Um, he may be going through something that he's just managing it wrongly. You are, you are showing the superiority of your transformation. It's not weakness. Every time you feel cheated, the devil is angry. And he wants you to react. Listen to me. I share with you powerful principles. Every time you feel cheated and there's an obsession to retaliate, you are about to miss something that is already a trophy for you. Because weakness is what kills strength on the cross. When people come to the point of weakness, you who is strong, be afraid. Esther used weakness to kill her man. Esther used weakness to dethrone Vashti. Jesus used weakness. Are you the son of man? He keeps quiet. When you have what to say and still keep quiet, you are really strong. Is God blessing us this morning? Character. Character. Your words. You don't speak and just insult everybody and say, well, I'm growing. No, you have to discipline yourself. The discipline of conformity, we call it. Let this mind, you know, correct living truly comes from superior thinking until your, your mentality. I told you, I've shared it again here in this church uh, during the Mercy Conference, that our bodies are only executors of our mindsets. If something about your belief system is very, you have a very fragile sense of self-worth, you will always feel the need to express yourself and correct perceptions. So the key is not just to talk right. The key is an upgrade in your understanding. Because when that happens, you will find out that many things you say should not have been said. Every critic, almost every critic already knows the truth. So trying to tell them the truth is a waste of time. The point was not to show that you are lying. The point was to manage the frustration for being failures. When critics criticize you most of the time, they know the truth already. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night and said, let me just tell you the truth. Let me tell you what we are discussing. We know, not I know, we know that you are a man. So when we ask you all those nonsense questions in the day, don't mind us. We know that you are a man sent from God. For no man can do these things. Some of you will leave church today wiser. As you go back home and see people saying, Christians, where did you even say you came from? The I... You don't say, I came from church. You are not, you, there's no need to have answered that question. Because the person, your godliness is judging their spiritual unseriousness. And they have to find a way of watering down your self-worth. You just got promotion. In this Nigeria, only God knows what we do in the secret. So, you see, those kinds of statements, and you say, look, let me tell you. By God's grace, I don't sleep, it's unnecessary. You don't have to waste your time saying that. A critic knows the truth. You don't need to repeat what is already known. Your silence shows the superiority of your understanding. Character. Are we blessed this morning service? Number three. The third index for measuring your spiritual growth is your level of spiritual understanding. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. That we be filled with the knowledge of his will... 
that we be filled with all wisdom and that we be filled with spiritual understanding the level of your spiritual understanding let me give you three scriptures quickly hebrews chapter 5 from verse 11 to 13 hebrews and then let's read this one first corinthians 14 verse 20 very powerful first corinthians 14 verse 20 let's read together ready one to read please brethren be not children in understanding uh-huh how be it in malice uh-huh hold on don't don't rush it that's something very serious there he's saying there are some things you should be like a child in Sometimes you look at a child and say you are stupid and the child does not even understand English enough to know what you are saying. So he's playing and just doing. He's saying when it has to do with those things, malice, he says be children, but in understanding be matured or men. Your depth of comprehending the ways of God, the Bible says you must mature. You start, but you don't remain there. It's important that we grow in our spiritual understanding that means for instance any um please come my friend if this man has been here at household of david for five years i don't expect if i come as a believer who just got born again this guy should be able to show me a pathway for or towards growth he doesn't have to be a pastor it's proof that he has grown he doesn't have to be the bible study secretary i should be able to meet him and say sir I was a drunkard last week. I just got born again. What next? I said, well, am I the pastor? Do you think that uh, as you see me, like, did you see a collar on my neck? That's not the issue. How did you grow yourself? If you are really growing, it should not be difficult to direct people. Most times we are unable to answer that question because we are not growing ourselves or we are not growing intentionally. Are we blessed? How many of you here can, well, is it a good question to ask, can cook? The men too, you mean it? I'm impressed. I mean, what I cannot do, if I see you doing it, I honor you seriously for it. I mean, like you can cook or even for the governor of this state. Ah, you see now? Now watch this. If you are that good, is it true? That you should be afraid if I ask you to teach me. Are you seeing now? You are that good. Good enough to teach, to cook for the governor. That's a level of mastery that should not allow for guessing. The yam cannot boil well today and not boil tomorrow. That level of error you should have passed it. Are we together? Now, watch this. This is the same way if you have been in the church, in the house of God for a while, you should have heard because every pastor will emphasize the area that represents his core grace. You would have heard different messages come along that area to have strengthened you. It will be an embarrassment when you are part of a ministry and the core revelations that represent the foundation of that ministry is not yet your conviction you should be able to articulate it with intelligence are we blessed praise the lord it's like going to pastor summer day means church for instance and calling someone and say please what is value and he said ah, uh, i've just been in work i've really not had the opportunity to listen 
I've, I've been, I've, I'm always at the parking lot. Honestly, it's not like it's my fault. God knows that I'm serving him with it. It's an embarrassment. Now, if you go to maybe just, just any church around and you ask for value and some, you can excuse them. It depends on what God called the man of God to do. Are we together now? But for that kind of thing, it's like meeting someone in Reinhard Bonke's team and saying, what is salvation? And he says, well, I know it's synonymous to deliverance. That's, that's how far I know. It's an embarrassment within the context of that church or that institution. The things that are most surely believed. Are we together? And so you ask this man and tell him, okay, I need to grow. There are some things I expect this brother to know. How do we prosper in the kingdom? This is a prosperous church. I don't expect you to score 0 over 10 for that question. It's an embarrassment. First to God, then to the grace and the leadership of your pastor. You should be able to tell me there are principles. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. Understanding. I'm passionate about understanding. It is very important in corporate in the corporate world um one of the principles that they teach the people is the core value of the company they they capture it in creeds they capture it in their training they wear it as vest the goal is to make sure that it becomes embedded in their minds is that true so that you ask them who are you what do you stand for what do you represent and with 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 the the mastery of an artist they will articulate it this is what we are here for what are your core values? We're here for efficiency. We're here for service. We're here for product delivery, etc. And they state those things. It is the same principle that must be in the church. I should be able to ask any worker here, what do you stand for? What I mean is, what is your role as given to your pastor and as revealed to you? The Bible says, write the vision, then the next assignment is make it Explain. explain it open the dimensions of the vision so that it is fully understood and the benefit of making it plain is that he will run who reads it whoever understands it will run whoever does not understand it will be slothful hallelujah and then of course the last index for measuring spiritual growth is the outworkings of the power of god in your life if you have been in this church for a while, you should have seen that this church gives a, a, a great allowance for the operation of the Spirit. And so, there are certain dimensions of the ministry of the Holy Spirit that we expect to be at work and to be strong in your life. Are we blessed? Let's get back to what we are discussing. That the first assignment of every worker is not service, but spiritual growth. Say in the name of Jesus. Please shout it. Say in the name of Jesus. I receive grace to take my spiritual growth seriously. You have to grow. You have to grow. Most of the things that destroy the workforce in any church come as a result of the, the presence of the flesh. The flesh. The lusts. The, the need for vain glory the need all of these things are things that will be remedied did you know that um honestly speaking even at the organizational level most most ministries and christian platforms that don't pray and don't grow 
can spend five hours for something that should be agreed upon in 15 minutes why because everyone is manifesting the depth of the flesh that is at work there say i don't agree with this one say but the holy spirit is saying this now i mean you are saying i for some reason i don't agree it will take two weeks before you now fast and pray and catch up and say, ah, it's really God. Oh. By that time, you've wasted the time of people. So when people grow spiritually, the Bible says, Acts chapter 2 verse 1, it says, now when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all gathered, not in one place, in one accord. Everybody say one accord. The Holy Ghost could come upon them corporately because they were in one accord. Praise the Lord. okay let's talk about efficiency in the house of god let me just talk about that and then we'll find somewhere to pray let's pray in the spirit for one minute i think it's good when when we talk like this we'll just have some time to pray We do these things because we love him. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Father. He was seated on the throne. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Father. One more time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Father. Who is seated on the throne. Please write this down. To be an effective worker in the house of God, the following should be present in your life. Number one, conviction. Please write it down. The first key to efficiency in service. Now we're talking of service. Conviction. What does this mean? You must believe both the message and the messenger. Every vision, every church, every Christian platform has the message. Not messages not series not sermons the message the bible says this is the message that we have received from the beginning the message represents the core belief the core assignment are we together now you must believe the message and the messenger let me show you a scripture that will bless you john chapter 6 please let's start from verse 55 jesus is teaching here john chapter 6 God is making someone an effective worker in this house. In the name of Jesus. Now look at this. Jesus is in the middle of a very serious teaching here. For my flesh is meat indeed. Controversial teaching. And my blood is drink indeed. Uh huh. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. Read on please. As the living father hath sent me and I live by the father... 
so he that eateth me even he shall live by me won't you run away when a pastor is talking like this now imagine for god's sake you eat my flesh you drink my blood i came from a far <laughs> you just say let me just go out of this place so it's like these people are it's an occultic organization 58 this is that bread which came down from heaven another confusion from flesh he has gone to bread not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead he that eateth of this bread shall live forever sometimes you need to pity those who were with jesus don't attack them unnecessarily or the teaching is you have seen the other side of the teaching when they were in the lecture room with jesus he had not died so there were certain things they didn't understand this is that bread which came down from heaven right not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead he that eateth of this bread shall live forever read on please it says this thing said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. uh-huh many therefore look at this many therefore of his what please talk to me when they had heard this said this is a hard saying who can hear it not newcomers not visitors disciples they had been with him 61 when jesus knew himself that his disciples murmured at it he said unto them doth this offend you does my assignment offend you does the message that represents liberation over sin does it offend you and when jesus knew himself okay 61 62 what and if he shall see the son of man ascend up where he was before he says it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profited nothing the words that i speak unto you they are spirit and life 64 but there are some of you that what believe not for jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and should and who should betray him that means the ones that betray are the ones that believe not the ones that will always be used are the ones that truly do not the ones that are not there they can be there but they believe not 65 and he said therefore said i unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father from that time many of his disciples did what went back and walked no more with him then said jesus unto the twelve will you also go away when we get to 69 we can stop there 68 then simon peter May someone here be like him. I know we insult Simon Peter and say he ran away from Jesus just for three days. He tried. With this kind of teaching and you ran away for only three days. You came back on the third day repenting. That's a faithful worker. Let's continue. Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe. Hallelujah and assure that you are christ pastor shola i believe that you are a man of god sent from heaven sent as my pastor listen just because you are in church 
does not mean you believe the man of God and the message two things you must believe if you do not believe it something will happen have you seen now respectfully speaking I, I think this is a challenge that almost every Christian organization would have it is terrible to be in a place and not agree it's better to go away are, are we together now this is not something unique to this church it's, it's everywhere Every time Jesus met people with conviction, he had regard for them, even though they were wrong. You should neither be here nor there. You are in a church, and then they say, let's fast for three days. And you say, this thing, eh? there was something I read the other day. I have a problem with this fast. I will just do it just because they said we should do it, but in my heart, kind. You see, because you do not believe the man of God, and because you do not believe the message, you may not receive. The most effective people in redeemed today, for instance, are the people who believe the man of God and believe the message. The most effective people in deeper life today are the people who believe the man of God and believe the message. I call the names for a reason. The most effective people say in mountain of fire today are people who believe the man of God and the message. It is dangerous to be in a place and then function in the place and you don't believe. Lift your hands and receive the blessing and the people just look. Well... I don't believe this man is anointed, but let me just lift my hand. You will never receive anything. You, you, you see it now? Yes. Notice that every time people receive Jesus as touching his office, thou son of David, not Jesus, thou son of David, I know you more than just the 33-year-old body. There are many people in many churches who are the first to go back, talk about their pastors. Now, I'm not, it doesn't matter whether you are right or wrong. That's not the issue. That every time something begins to happen to that honor factor, the, the lack of perception, the sons of the prophet were offended already. And I believe when you study the context of scripture, they were justifiably so because Elijah was a temperous man. And so you can imagine that all of that would destroy him. But Elisha said, no way. If you like back at me, shout at me, I know what I'm looking for. He sought after him diligently. I tell you why many people do not receive the graces upon their pastors. Because they are just there. Some are there because they are paid staff of an organization that happens to run on Christian values. Is God helping us? I am a person of very strong convictions. Even if I'm wrong, I want to know that I am I'm standing somewhere. And I'm not ashamed to change and switch. Transformation and transition is something that God allows. But to be neither here nor there, mm -mm. it's important to stand for something. Are we together now? Yes. Do you believe in this dear man of God? This discussion this morning is very serious. We're going to pray. Do you believe that he's not just Pastor Shola who you just saw and um, decided to come? I just like the man. He's a great teacher. I just like the woman of God. She's a one. No, 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 no. No, we know man after the flesh. 
can you discern pastor isn't it amazing that sometimes people in our own assemblies go through troubles that our grace can solve in a moment but they have refused to discern that grace i think he was one of the great fathers of faith in this nation that um made a statement and said his brother and his friend had some serious financial challenges and they came and met him and um the friend was saying sir i know you're a servant of god i've seen god use you to open doors for people please pray for me and the brother came you know and met him and said look bros you have to help me i'm in a serious financial situation he was not asking for prayer he said i know you have money we know ourselves just bring this thing and help me let me solve this problem same problem for one person he will receive money and he will return back again for another person he will receive the grace that will cause men and ideas to draw forth resources to him it is very very powerful let me tell you this and i submit to you in the name of the lord i love your pastor with all my heart but i will tell you there is one thing your pastor and his wife have done we've known ourselves for some years and I can tell you this, I stand by the integrity of God's word. Your pastor and the wife, we can laugh, we can play, but they continue to keep this awareness of that honor of the grace of God upon my life all the time without fail. And this I appreciate and I celebrate you truly for it. It's true. It's true. It's true. Is Jesus a carpenter to you or a savior? Is your pastor an elder brother or just a man of God? Or a man sent from God to bless you? Everybody say conviction. Yes. As this woman of God, can I use you again, ma? Please come. As this woman of God stands to sing, do you just see her as someone who just has a good voice in household of David? Or you are singless? Or do you see her as one who is anointed of God? That as she stands to sing, you're saying, Lord, this is a vessel. Listen, I share this with you sincerely because this is how I've trained my workers. Do you know? Let me tell you this. These are my dear people. I don't even know where they are now. Now, watch this. Did you know that these guys have worked with me for many years? I have different sets, but many times they themselves look for times when everybody has gone so that I can now sit down and teach them. You would think that because they work with me every day, they have... No, in all fairness, usually when we sit down to eat, it's their best moment because they can now fish me out of the room. And now when we sit down there, it's the opportunity to ask questions. And I always use that hunger check. Because where there is hunger, there is honor. Usually when you are filled, you can push the food and it falls. Hunger and honor usually goes hand in hand. Hallelujah. I have benefited from the grace that is upon your pastor. Profound grace. Have you? You are workers. Do you now see why visitors are the ones who receive more in many churches? They come for meetings. I'm so glad and blessed for this meeting this morning. Because in a few hours now, this place will be full of people who are coming. Oh, um, 
the man of God is coming and several people and it is painful. Any man who loves God wants his people blessed. I thank God for what I continue to do. Did you know that many times if I miss my meeting there, my people call me and say, these Lagos people again, these Eastern people again, these ones again, say, ah, um, the plane is just lifting. You, know, you people may not see me for a while. When you had me, I hope you listened to everything I told you. You just download all of the messages. Did you know that I go on YouTube myself to download my teachings? I don't ask the people, just come and give me is my teachings. When I listen to it, I don't listen to the teachings of Joshua Selman. I listen to the teachings of an anointed man of God. I tell you this. There are times that I'm listening to that teaching and the man of God is about to pray and I'm in my room. I go down my knees receiving. That's how to partake of my own grace. I must honor the grace too. Glory to the Father. You are seated on the throne. Do you believe what I'm sharing with you? Yes, sir. These are not things you will hear me say everywhere. Believe me when I tell you this. Yes, sir. I go back and I listen. There is no day I don't listen to my teachings. No day. So when you say, Apostle, I have 300 of your messages. Me too, I have it. Yes, sir. I listen to it. And sometimes when I'm listening to it, I just nod my head. This man, my God. I'm doing exactly what you are doing too. And impartations upon impartations, graces come. And I come out with fresh fire. See, let me tell you, what you dishonor will never work for you, even if it's on you. If the grace is so close to be on you, If this woman is lifting a song, do you believe that she's standing as a mistrial, ministering life? If you don't believe it, she will sing something that can drive out pain from your body and that pain will remain there. When you understand this, every worker in this house will honor one another because you are, you are a compendium of graces in disguise. When you hug one another, you don't know what you hugged. My yesterday version is not today's version. You don't know what entered me yesterday. I hugged you last week, but you don't know who prayed for me between last week and this week. You don't know what anointing and what mantle I encountered. So when they say hug one another again, don't be carried away by the last week version of me. I have received something. That hug can be the hog that transfers favor. In the house of God, the man of God himself is a student in the school of the spirit. There are graces he does not have, but is working in the church. It's not from him. It's from the workers. God gives him the honor because he's the leader. I have received impartation from children. You come to our ministry, you know the honor I have for my children. Even if, even if, you know, most of my people say we are your children. So I said, their children are in levels. I'm talking of the innocent. Let the little children come to me. You are already complicated with all your unbelief. Let me just deal with these ones. They have taught me humility. 
these children come to hug me and sometimes daddy bring down your ears and i'm bringing down my ears and hi i'm somebody's apostle and here these children and they teach me they remind me of how to receive from god i never tell them no and i wonder what i can why i cannot tell them no i said this is the secret when i become like them then i've secured god's ears too you see the adults standing and waiting and pushing and fighting and the children are comfortable. They just come. Daddy, I want biscuit. Today is my birthday. This is my report card. They come with confidence. And I say, okay, go and tell that auntie there to give you biscuit. Can I deny that child? That means there is a way I approach God. God, I need a house oh, in Lagos. Everybody can say, God, I need a house. Say, That's all right. I'm committed to attending to you. But someone else will come and say, God, I need a house. And God will say, Lagos, you had him. He needs a house. Immediately. Every landlord, every rich man becomes in trouble because one person told God he needs a house. God, I need a land. That's what happened to your church here. When pastor showed me this place, I said, pastor, ah, I know you're a man of God, but you are really a man of God. <laughs> are we together? Thank you, man. Conviction. Somewhere as we, as we prepare to round up, I will call pastor and his wife somewhere, not, not, not now, and they will come and we'll stand together and speak over the workers. It's important to not only drink of the grace of strangers, but the grace upon your man of God. It's not idolizing. It's not idolatry. Don't mind ignorant people and some of the things that they say. I know that there are imbalances here and there, but let me tell you sincerely, there are cheap victories. There were people, let me tell you, I remember those days when God began to expand God's servant, Bishop David Oedipo. I remember that time. Do you know, people would come to testify and say, I just got a job I didn't apply for. I thought it was so unfair. I said, what is the meaning of this? I mean, this guy, somebody just decided to go abroad and say, I should take over his warehouse. And I'm saying, my God. And I found out that you can actually be under a grace. And even before you learn how it works, you can be receiving the result. Is the benefit of understanding. There are people who came under certain graces. They were non-titers, I tell you. But the devourer didn't come near them. He was supposed to come near them. Except that a grace and a covenant had built an immunity against them. So their purpose of learning is not to really drive the devourer. It's to maintain continuity of certain blessings that had come. Hallelujah. There is no man that God calls, that he does not give a message, an anointing, and a jurisdiction of influence. When God wants to promote you in the spirit, these are the three things also that he will multiply. The strength of your message, an increase of your grace, and then an increased fear of influence. And influence also means people, because in the multitude of men is a king's honor. So when God honors you, he causes your voice to reach more people. Are we learning something this morning? Yes. I have trained and taught my workers to know how to place a demand. There are battles you should honestly not... Maybe let me just give the last point. Let me not go ahead of myself. The rewards. Let's talk quickly. 
the rewards that follow kingdom service the rewards that follow being a faithful worker that your first assignment is your spiritual growth then your service and that in serving you must be governed by conviction i love you jesus but i love pastor sholatu i love his wife i love the leadership they don't have to be perfect perfection is unnecessary and exhausting i've taught you mercy conference go and get the teaching all of us are men apostle i love you have you seen me when i'm hungry no sir have you seen me when i'm angry no sir you know i've said that most people love jesus because they can't see him if jesus comes for two weeks on earth in the flesh many people will reject deny and even kill him looking for perfection a perfect church a perfect workforce a perfect head of department a perfect head of that unit is a joke because you are not one yourself so we're not trying to deal with some childish things here we're discussing real issues you will find angry people as your leaders you will find temperous people as your leaders there are times you will see higher and better than them justifiably so but then you are mandated to submit sometimes to their limitation. Let me tell you, God has a way of remedying everything. Your assignment is to remain faithful and true. A gifted rebel is not an asset. A gifted rebel is not an asset. No matter who comes from the US or UK and comes to our ministry now, and says i want to join the worship team believe me he must pass through the system i will not suddenly tell my people well done you know that i love you but right now we're looking for growth and since you are not coming from the u.s no it's more than a voice i need people who know and discern and understand and respect what i represent it is the mistake that many people make and i'm saying this respectfully please do not automatically endorse people without a track record of loyalty, a track record of spiritual growth. More than skill, they must understand and catch the spirit of the vision. Otherwise, their skill will give them access and their rebellion will make them to draw others. Hallelujah. There are several people who see me and some of them respectfully speaking they come from outside the country and they come and say apostle i love you i came god said you should come and mentor me i say listen to the, the teachings and sometimes yeah, just because you think you came from wherever suddenly will i stop what i'm doing just because i want to met you go and listen to the message that's how god uses to mentor me too so you listen to the message you settle down you listen with all your heart Beware of people who just come emotionally to be your armor bearer. They come emotionally to be, um, um, I, I come to donate myself. I just want to be a drummer for the glory of God. This is all I want to do. Be careful. It may not be you. It may be something that they saw that they love. The flamboyancy, the dexterity. The anointing is very magnetic. It's amazing how many times when I minister in other places, people come to meet you and say, I've always known you are my father. I say, hey, you don't know how my fatherhood is. Go and ask questions first before you follow me and get angry for nothing. You are my father, you are my mother, you are my sister, you are my this. And you know, and people say these things and, and sometimes they are sincere. Apostle, I'm leaving where I am. I'm coming down to Zaria. I'll come and stay. I'll walk with you. I'll wash your toilets. I'll... I don't hate them. I know they are sincere. I know that they will learn their lessons in the future but for now i know what they are saying 
What they are saying is, I love you and I truly honor the grace of God upon your life. I discern what their hearts are saying. Workers must be trained. No matter how skillful, there is a spirit. Nobody begins to walk in the ministry without that impartation and that prayer. It's impossible. I don't know how you do it here, but back there, Pastor, we do, we hold workers retreat twice a year. And there are times when I get to teach the workers, I share with them some of these things. We talk about the technical aspect of our work and all of that. I'm sorry, we may not have the time to discuss that in this morning session. It's not a standard workers meeting. You get the idea? And so I'm communicating truths that are applicable to everyone. But it is important for you to understand that conviction and loyalty is true. Come, have you heard this? The other day, do you know, I saw Pastor Shola shouting at somebody. Say, are you you don't know let me tell you my own story the other day when he shouted be careful people who corner you to begin to sponsor rebellion they are they are killing your light i know this does not make sense but believe what i'm telling you there are men of god you will never hear me talk about it doesn't mean i don't see i'm not blind but my mouth will not speak are you getting what i'm saying Father, I pray for my pastor. Shalakatuskia. On Sunday, he's going to be coming to preach. In the name of Jesus, he just returned from a trip. I don't know how tired he may be, but in the name of Jesus, Father, we see what is happening around marriages. Protect him. Keep him. You know, a lot of people don't pray for... Do you know that service is not just cleaning chairs? That intercessory ministry, the greatest way any man can bless any man of God is not to give him a car or a house, is to bow your knees to the Father of glory. Pray. The challenge that, be, you know, people say, Apostle, I want to be you. I say, ah, better rebuke that statement quickly. You don't know what it means to be me. Do you know the attacks per day that follow this man? When the Bible says arrows that fly by day, he wrote it for some of us. So the arrows that fly by day, the noisome pestilence. I, I know you love me today, but if tomorrow you hear that, ah, this apostle, there's a charm in his room. You say, you see, we know, we, we, I suspected that that level of anointing. <laughs> oh, you must pray. We are men. We are men. You must pray. The challenges. Jesus cried. Jesus wept. Jesus cursed a tree because food will not come out of it. Imagine what men of God will cause when food doesn't come out. Jesus, the son of the living God, cursed a tree. Where did he keep patience? So you have to pray. Do you know there are times that I'm going for a, a, a meeting and I'm just tired and um, I'm just wondering, what am I doing in this plane for God's sake? And as soon as I arrive, the people are happy. Apostle, we can't believe you are here. And I say, oh dear. <laughs> I'm here. Oh. All of me, with the tiredness, with the grace, with the anointing, we are all here. And the unfortunate thing is that the part that is needed is the revelation and the anointing. The tiredness remains with you. You need to pray. Ask the wife of the of, of an average man of God the sacrifices they make I'm telling you you are lying down with your husband in the night he gets up like something is wrong and he's strolling in the room Shalice Kabadasia honey is anything no 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 don't sleep 
just sleep god is revealing i just saw the vision of a new auditorium and she's saying this this man lord what did i marry they want me what did i marry and yet the vision comes to pass and then everybody is clapping and when they say celebrate the woman of god he said well is she the one that saw the vision listen brothers and sisters let me tell you this you have to understand the mystery of this local assembly the house of god and what it takes to be a worker a worker listen we're about to pray a worker is not just one who serves a worker is one who defends a worker is one who protects hear me household of david a worker is one who protects a worker is one who defends the greatest ally of any man of god should be his workforce as much as you love me i'm here only for today and then i'm back tomorrow the greatest defense i have aside from god and family is the dear people who believe in me enough to be part of the team listen believe your pastor believe your pastor love him with all your heart sincerely be willing to defend that which he stands for pray for him do not be the one allowing the devil to use you to plant wrong seeds no be a worker indeed being a worker will cost you your reputation being a worker will cost you your time being a worker will cost you your energy being a worker will cost you a lot but it is the price that's why being a worker is not cheap only God can tell these people and where they walk and the various sacrifices. You can see that I'm standing here and they're standing with me. It's a sacrifice. But do you think, brothers and sisters, that you will really serve the purposes of God as committed to a man and God will leave you empty-handed? There are benefits. There are benefits. Let's wrap up with them. The rewards, number one, Exodus chapter 23, please, from verse 25 and 27. Exodus chapter 23, from verse 25. Please read with me, household of David. Ready? Read, please. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. Uh-huh. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Please hear me. I know we live in a day and age where it is cheap and easy to criticize men of God. Cheap and easy and marketable to criticize churches. It's easy for us to see the weaknesses of a man of God. But let me tell you, when you serve God and you serve an anointing, there are people today who are men of God. Who, their assignment before was to serve those who were men of God before. Are we together now? Some years ago, I, I think I've shared it here. I used to play keyboard for a man. He had a prison ministry. They were part of the delegation that went to preach to Obasanjo when he was in prison. I played keyboard for him. This man you see standing today. While I was playing that keyboard, God was seen an apostle, not a keyboard player. I can't remember the last time I've touched keyboard in my life, but that was the journey. When you are serving, you are climbing a ladder. 
climb well by serving well. Listen to what I tell you. That if, this, if a man serves God, please give us for 25 again. You serve God and serve the anointing. There are people who have served God and have served me so much. When I see anything go wrong in their lives, I'm, I'm starved of sleep. I have to get up and say, Lord, you have to touch these people. You have to change their lives. Listen, you know your relevance by the vacuum that is created when you are not there. If your absence does not create any effect, it means your presence is not a blessing. You shall serve the Lord your God by serving his purposes. But you serve the purposes of God among other ways by serving in the house of God. Some of you are here today and while you are hearing me speak, the spirit of God is speaking to you. I have planted you in this house, not just to be a member, but to serve. It is not members that receive, it is those who serve. Hallelujah. The Bible says, I will bless your bread for serving. I will bless your water. I will take sickness away from you. It is real. The fullness of your days you will fulfill. Reward number two. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 7. Even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. And then he says, Ye all everybody say ye all not ye some ye all are partakers of my grace please give me volume let me teach you something now we're praying one of the most powerful mysteries of service is the privilege and the ability to in a covenant relationship partake of the grace now there are graces upon men and there are graces upon institutions i hope you know that yes sir so i can discern the grace that is upon pastor shola and i can serve my way into that grace while you are serving shalaka parukatasia i gave you my testimony with reinhard bonke my encounter in 2004 from the first day sir i desired the grace upon that man's life i knew that i would not pocket my hand as a fellow man of god and go and receive that grace no the first day was wonderful but i said lord i have to even if it's for 10 minutes I, I was looking around. I wanted to join the workforce. And they said, um, no, we are trained. I said, training or no training? I must, you don't know where I came from. I must receive something here. And I was willing, you know, I saw they were willing, the people on wheelchair. I held them and I was pushing them. I said, Lord, this is how it will be in my meetings too. I served that grace with Reinhard Bonke. I never met with him one-on-one. -on -one. But the grace came. It came solid from heaven through him. It was when he finished preaching. Did you know that in, in, in the later year, the man that interpreted for him would one day interpret for me in a crusade. 
That's how powerful that thing landed. When this grace is landed, it shows that it has come upon you. Service is powerful. Many people mock believers because of the burden that comes with service. Five o'clock, you're on your way to church again. Ha, believers, they just, they just get cheap labor out of members. There may be people who are taking advantage of that. You, more than serving an anointing, more than serving a man of God, you are serving his majesty. That's why I started by showing you the universal blueprint. Why will I wake up by 3 o'clock to come and sweep the church? I'm tired, but I'm sweeping. Lord, this is how I'm sweeping every nonsense out of my life. Service. Let me tell you this. For a few of you who have visited our ministry, the, 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 way, the way my people walk, not even me can distract them. These people walk sometimes from 6 in the morning up until I'm done, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And they are all joyful and happy, laughing, and I say, my God, why will I allow the devil come to destroy their lives? They are partakers. As I rise, they rise. That's what it means to be a partaker. Have you seen a bird feed the children? The bird labors and gets the food and then they just open their mouth joyfully. There are battles you don't need to fight. Your service should have conquered it for you already. Every time I pray, I don't pray for myself. When I receive impartation, I don't receive for myself alone. I receive happily. And I know that everyone who is truly connected to this grace, there are people, let me tell you, who may not even be part of the ministry in terms of workforce, but they are so connected. I have never seen them, but the day I see them, I see what is on me on them. I know that these people have honored their way through sacrifice and service into that grace. We are going to pray. Partakers. Salakatabarata. Lord, I have seen my pastor excel financially. What is wrong with this financial situation is distracting me. I discern the grace. I discern the anointing. Lord, I've seen that you have raised help for my pastor every time. I'm a worker in this house, but I'm just walking carelessly. But I discern. I discern. Shalandas kabarato sebres kabaratus Listen, hallelujah. Please listen to me. Household of David, I came here this morning to have this special session with the workers. If you came here to church, it's a wonderful way and time to be in church because God may be speaking to you. There are many people who refuse to join the workforce of ministries because they feel they don't want trouble. I don't want disturbance. I don't want inconvenience. Don't call me by 9. Don't call me by 10. Don't call me by 2. I don't need anything. Let me tell you the testimony of a, a, a gentleman. He's the one who helps with all, you know, my airport activities and all of that. That gentleman went to serve at the airport. He was a student in the school of ministry. He was so faithful. Did you know he would be from Abuja there, do his work and rush back? I saw the way he was faithful. And I said, Lord, this boy is already helping me here. I need somebody to help facilitate these things for me for the sake of the kingdom. He makes my travel so efficient. And I prayed and he just told me that they gave him a job there. I said, Father, keep him here. You Now, tell me, if 
if the devil wants to take that that gentleman out of there even if it's for a selfish reason i will cast that demon myself whether the boy is aware of the attack or not you can be so efficient god's jealousy will come to protect you even when you don't know that there are battles before you you are too useful it is these people that he suffered no man to do them wrong he reproved kings for their sake saying touch not mine anointed not my man of god do my prophets no harm if you kill this person who will play the guitar if you kill this lady who will sing the song no i build a garrison a fortification hear me household of david the days are evil you will need to secure your place i shall not die but leave and declare declare through service that when death comes the grace and the angel that was sent to this commission stands at a fortification and says when you have come this far lose your job why you are you are you are the one who always buys water for the pastor in his office he does not know it was your covenant with god to say lord i will never allow my pastor to be testy and now the devil wants to come and take away the salary this is not human manipulation i understand this thing one of the ways that you become an effective worker is through sacrifice the sacrifice of your resources the sacrifice of look my brothers and my sisters we are going to pray but I want you to make up your mind and covenant with God and the grace of God upon your man of God I don't want to come to church every Sunday and not receive from God remember that this is not human worship all blessings come from God through men to men from God through men to men I repeat again from God through men to men cheaply you can obtain a grace that opens doors for you by serving and for those of you considering whether or not this is the house that the lord has planted you in let me tell you sincerely it's not enough to just be a member you come the chairs are cleaned you come the sound is set when will you be part of it when will other people drink from your grace too i made up my mind that i will serve him I'm a worker in his vineyard. I'm a worker in his house. I spend my life serving his purposes. That is the reason why he will not allow anything at all. The jealousy of God. Now may the Lord of peace give you peace always by all means. There are people you think evil about them in the secret. You start dying in the secret there. The jealousy of God. He has vowed a vow upon their lives. Can you be that person today? There are graces that God has put upon this house. There are graces God has put upon Pastor Sholani's wife. There are graces that God has put upon your, your choir. Some of you here are trusting God to step into dimensions of the worship ministry. Yes, you want to become the Don Moens and all of that, but where you are, you can start. You can start by honoring this grace. God can speak to you and say their next attire, maybe their uniform or whatever it is, put something on ground. I vowed a vow and I cried to God. I said, Lord, for many years, may I be the biggest giver and partner in my ministry.
this these are truths i will not hide it from you i have a list of ministries that i give to consistently some of them never know it's from the depth of my heart i may not be able to go and sweep the churches you've heard me give my testimonies of going to of wanting to go to the u.s to go and scrub the toilets of charles and francis hunter as a man of god i was not going there as apostle joshua selman no you can serve your way into anointings elisha served his way into graces you can use sacrifice where you don't have the opportunity to serve your seed can can serve was it not a seed i carried to canaan land to go and drop in the life of god's servant bishop david Oyediko? i was already a man of god in my own regard too and i dropped that seed and i came out in the presence of everybody and the lord told me kneel down on the ground there in canaan land i knelt down and he said put your hand there he says from today you have entered the overflow anointing it was service that connected me to certain strange graces of favor i've shared with you my story that i saw two women and i said please you are elderly women you are my mothers not biological but let me honor you honor will bring you into prepared blessings you are not even aware of i remember paying for sugarcane for them and they bless me and one of that old mama looks at me and then she tells me my son forever walk upon gold is the grace that opens the two leaf gates of territories is more than money if all you have is money you are not rich you must have access to the loyalty of a generation we are ready to pray seriously I apologize i know we've taken some time but i share the burden of your pastor to see that the workers in this house become partakers of this grace every time i have the opportunity to come here i see the sacrifices of your people from the protocol to the welfare to the ushers and everybody and honestly it is in my heart the the greatest desire of every man of god is not just to see that he's blessing people which kind of people if you bless your people they are increasing that the next time we come to household of david open doors greater levels in the spirit greater miracles breakthroughs it gladdens the heart of everyone gladdens the heart of everyone any man of god will cry i remember years ago 2014 or 13 we lost one of my dear ladies she was a head of department i loved her so dearly she was an architect and this lady for some reason and the way she died i took responsibility under my covering that kind of death i went for a retreat three days i said lord what happened that my eyes did not see what is the excellency of the prophetic if my people are dying under that grace when you love when people serve you and serve that anointing you become indebted to their welfare not just by physically giving them money alone but seeing to it that they rise. Is God blessing us? In your name, we will rise. Adonai, you reign. Please rise up on your feet. In your name, we will rise. 
in household of David they shall flourish in the courts of our God the Bible declares that in old age they will be fat and flourishing prayer point number one Lord give me conviction where I have been serving just as a ritual where I have not discerned the grace that is upon this house the grace upon your servant I obtain grace from God to see the grace to see and serve with understanding please lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray lift your voice and begin to pray Please lift your voice and begin to pray. Hallelujah. Prayer point number two. Look at me. I want you to pray. Lord, the grace to give my best in this house. Hear me. The truth is that some of you here, you are already serving your way to your own ministry too. Not everybody will be here forever. Some of you, God will also give you your ministries one day. It doesn't just have to be a pulpit ministry. Let there be a track record. This is what I teach my people. Even if it's two weeks you have to serve, give your best. Let it be that tomorrow you will not see the destiny of this ministry and be ashamed because you did not give your best. You are going to pray. Lord, in any way I have not given my best, I obtain grace and mercy from God in heaven to pour myself like a drink offering. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice. Pray. hallelujah praise the lord number three please look at me one of the ways we serve in the house of god is to serve with our gifts when jesus was born three men came the magi the bible says they came with gifts to serve his majesty they came with gifts of gold they came with gifts of frankincense they came with gifts of myrrh. your gift may be your connection to government you can serve the house with that access for some of you your gift may be artistry there is something you can do in the house of god for some of you your gift may be in the area of music God has given me that grace. Some of you have certifications that are useful to be used in the house of God. Some of you is the gift and the grace of the blessings of God upon your life. Some of you is the gift of access. I was touched when Pastor Shola shared with me about a dear woman of God in this church one time that um, the Mercy Conference and billboards, she just collected the soft copy and broadcasted it in the billboards. Service. 
I remember the first time I came to this church. Um, remember when he sold an attack? It was amazing what he did for me because he didn't even measure me. He just looked at me and went and sold it and, and it fitted me. I said, who is this man? I was so blessed. I prayed for him from the depth of my heart. How many people continue to rust away their gifts in the house of God? Don't you know that service in the house of God gives you an opportunity for expression and development? There is a place for you if you are serious. Some of you, God has blessed you with the grace for intellect. The secretariat is waiting for you. You can honor your way and become serious. Some of you, God has granted you grace for children. They will cry when everybody is talking to them except you. It's a grace. Hallelujah. Lord, what is it that I can do in this house? What is my contribution? How can I lift up the hands of the man of God so that the purposes of God committed to this ministry will begin to rise and thrive? Lift your voice and pray. And as you pray, expect God to speak. Please pray. Lift your voice and pray. Please pray. Pray from the depth of your heart. What can I do for you, my Lord? I want you to know my heart is yours. Sing it one more time. What can I do? What can I do for you? I want you to know Hallelujah. Look at me. One day, your life will only be measured of how much of it was given to the purposes of the kingdom. When you stand before his majesty, ladies and gentlemen, you will not be asked how well you educated yourself, as important as that is. A day will come when I stand before his majesty. It will only be that which was recorded on account of my service for him. That we stand before him proud. We stand before him happy. And he said, Lord, I did my best. Hmm. I am alive. That was changed. Because of your service. Thank you. For giving to the Lord. I am so glad you came. If you are in the evangelism department, Lord, fresh fire. They may laugh at us, but we will win souls. We will see to it that there will be no Sunday that there is no soul coming to Jesus. You are in the prayer department. I will pray. In the rain, you are in the music team. Lord, I will rehearse. No matter, I will never be offended by my music directors. I give my best. You are in the finance department. I will not only count money, I will sow into it. I'd like you to pray. I don't know what unique office you occupy in this church. 
and what department but lift your voice and say lord the grace to give my best the grace to give my best we're rounding up the grace to give my best the grace to give my best the grace to give my best while you are praying may i request pastor sholan his, his dear wife please come the grace to give my best someone is praying hallelujah please listen to me this is not religion believe me whether you are a worker or you are just coming here to church this is the man and the woman of God that God has put over this ministry I believe in them I truly believe in the grace of God upon their lives and I'm going to give them the mic the woman of God is going to speak from the bowels of her spirit just make declarations over your life please I want you to believe it and then pastor will make declarations I'm standing in agreement with them this morning we're at the threefold cord that cannot be easily broken and while they are speaking please believe and insist that this week you must return I know there is a miracle service in the night but that some of you even before evening that Lord I have served your purposes but it's time for I I need to shift to another dimension hallelujah please believe it from the depth of your heart thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Lord we bless you we give you praise we bless you we give you praise we bless you we give you praise the grace that makes for is the grace that opened doors is released in the name of Jesus. The grace that makes for his, the grace that makes one to stand before kings is released in the name of Jesus. Unusual favor, unusual favor, favor with strategic people in high places. That grace is released in the name of Jesus. The grace that is upon the household of David that makes us to stand before kings is released upon every one member, every grass in the field, every one member, every one child, every one woman, every one man. In the name of Jesus, that we stand and doors open of their own accord. In the name of Jesus, that we speak and the Lord backs. In the name of Jesus, that we receive favor. In places that matter, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Before I pray or make the declaration as led by the man of God, I saw something when he was ministering. The Lord revealed to me, He brought Apostle here again during the annual conference. The blessing of the Lord came down, but many did not receive. Between the annual conference and now, so many under the sound of my voice should have been rapidly multiplied. What the Lord is saying is that I brought my servant again to show you the reason. There is always a reason. The way has been cleared this morning. Amen. The Lord has just revealed to us what, where he wants us to stand for us to be a partaker of the blessing. 
Please, when this meeting ends, before evening, do exactly what Apostle said. Let the Lord find out from the Lord what do I need to do. So many people, there is a call this morning, as it was made, I sent states. The Lord saying that you have stood afar off for too long. Join right now. You have been a member, you come around, but you are not in any unit. You are not in any department. For this course, I'll break protocol for your be- on your behalf, and I will say, anybody willing today can, though you will go through the training, but you can join any department that you want to. And as you join, they will take you through the training. But you can join any department you want to. Because of what has just happened this morning, I don't want to put barrier before anybody obeying the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I begin by decreeing and speaking over everyone the blessing of Jacob over Joseph. Jacob said in Genesis 49, and I said to you, Joseph is a fruitful bow. Household of David and all of you listening to me this morning, you are a fruitful bow. A fruitful bow by the well whose branches leap over the wall. He said the archers have shot at him, they have hated him, but his bow remains strong. And the arms of your strength are made strong by God of Jacob. By your God who helps you and the Almighty who blesses you in the name of Jesus, you have the blessing of the heaven above. You have the blessing of the earth beneath. You have the blessing of the breast and of the womb. And the blessing of your life is more than that of your progenitors. You are like a well-watered garden. Like aloes planted by the Lord. Like cedar planted by the riverside. Your seed is in many waters. And you pour your water from bucket. May the Lord cause his face to shine on you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Instead of shame, you receive double portion. You walk in greater anointing, greater grace, greater blessing. In the name of Jesus Christ. Arise from this place today and shine. For your light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness may cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But over you is the Lord risen. And his glory is seen upon you. Gentiles come to your light. Kings to the brightness of your rising. You lift up your eyes and you see. They come from afar. They gather to you. Your sons are brought from afar. Your daughters are nursed at your side. You see and you are radiant and your heart is full of joy. Because the abundance of the sea is converted to you. The forces of the Gentiles shall come to you. Multitudes of camels shall cover your land. Day of Sheba they come. They bring gold and they proclaim the praises of God. All the floors of Kedah and the rams of Nabai come with acceptance on your altar. For brass you have gold. For iron you have silver. For wood we have iron and for stone you have brass. Violence shall no more be had in your land. Nor wasting the destruction between your borders. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because you are highly favored, your gates are open continually. They bring the blessings of the nations and their kings in procession. Your sun shall no longer go down. Neither shall thy moon withdraw itself. The Lord is your everlasting light and the days of your mourning are ended. Kings will be your foster father. Queens will be your foster mother. Nations will hear you. The sheep of Tashish will wait for you. The island and the coast will wait for your commands. 
You shall be carried on eagle's way. You are blessed in the name of the Lord. These words are pronounced by the Spirit of God and in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Just one declaration. I believe in the favor of God. I truly believe in the favor of God. The Bible says, And Uzziah prospered because he was marvelously helped. No man can become anything of value until God helps you. God can pick you from any dungeon and give you a face that the whole globe will honor. I stand in agreement with Pastor Shola and his dear wife. And in Jesus' name, I speak over your life, household of David, especially the workforce. I prophesy, increase. I prophesy, multiply. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree and declare, be global. In the name of Jesus, everything that represents shame and reproach, I stand in partnership with the grace upon your pastor and I declare it is rolled like a curtain from your life. Whoever has ignored you within this city, I prophesy and I command, in the name of Jesus, they are compelled to favor you. We speak over Lagos and we command the two-leaf gates to part hither and thither for you. In the name of Jesus, may God raise strangers who do not know you to bless you. May God raise strangers to honor you. In the name of Jesus. And I pray for you. As God lifts your pastor, may you rise too. As God honors him, may it speak in your life. In the name of Jesus. Everything that wants to bring you down, we bring it down. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You remain blessed. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.